Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the haunting of Bethel Hell House. So I did the research on this, guys. I found out about this, and I was blown away. So I thought this would make a great episode for you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it. The paranormal investigators recently published findings regarding a Bothell Hell House that plagued multiple residents over the years. Keith Linder, a Bothell native and recently published author of the Bothell Hell House, Poltergeist of Washington State, lived in the house for four years before moving out in 2016. Linda reported that various paranormal incidents plagued him and his girlfriend, including floating objects, strange symbols, and spontaneous fires. The book itself covers our four-year ordeal with the haunting that took place in the home, Linda said. This was our very first paranormal experience. Neither me nor my girlfriend at the time, Tina, had ever gone through anything remotely similar. Linder worked as an IT project manager and published his book last April. The story follows Linder and his now ex-girlfriend and chronologically outlines the hauntings. He plans to publish two more books detailing the potential evidence he obtained and the scientific explanations behind it. Linder added that he wanted to be detail-oriented. <clears throat> oriented. I can't even read my own words. While telling his story and made a point to not exaggerate the things he saw. As I investigated the land, the house, and whatnot, there was a family who lived there five years earlier and saw similar activity, Linder said. I talked to the wife and she said the house was a living hell. The Bothell Hell House reportedly terrorized Linder for four years and became so terrible that he reached out to the paranormal community in attempts to gather evidence that supported his claims. I'm not a religious guy in the modern sense. I never gave rise or thought about demons or ghosts or poltergeists, Linder had said. But now, having seen and heard things, it does make you have to revise your inner beliefs. For me, it did revise my current thinking of life after death. Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures team conducted the first investigation after Linder reached out, which found no evidence to support Linder's claim. Poltergeist, the Bothell Hell House was featured in an episode centered around hauntings in Seattle. The initial lack of evidence potentially discredited Linder and his claims. Linder said that this was a dark time in his life. All he wanted was help to prove something that was a real and terrifying part of his life. Linder kept reaching out, even internationally, and eventually contacted Don Phillips, a paranormal researcher based in the United Kingdom. I was always interested in this type of thing and became frustrated with how the paranormal was treated in the media, Phillips said. So I started to put out my own stuff, out, and I wanted to bring credibility back into what people were seeing by doing my investigations in a very evidence-based way. Phillips is well known in the field for his skills in finding evidence that goes beyond a simple K2 meter, which measures ambient electronic magnetic fields, and is often used on TV to determine a paranormal presence. If you use a K2 meter and it goes off and you say, there's a spirit here, that's a claim you can't prove, Phillips said. Now, that, I, don't, I don't buy that, guys. I read that part, and when I wrote this down, you know, I don't buy that. The K2 meter has always been a very successful tool 
for many paranormal investigators. So you guys got to take, granted, this is this man's opinions, and that's why I left it in here, because that's his opinion on how different paranormal equipment works. And like I said, I'm always an open-minded guy. I will, I will say anything that is said because that is their opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and continue. People want to see an investigation that's thorough. All I used was me. What I capture on video and a voice recorder. I don't use gadgetry because I, it doesn't prove anything. I'm, I'm not going to buy that again either, guys, because it does. Every piece of paranormal equipment is tested and made by experts in their fields. It's scientifically based pieces of equipment that help prove the existence of the paranormal, of spirits, demons. If they didn't want to communicate with us, they wouldn't communicate with us through anything. So saying that these gadgets don't work, it's just like saying the Ouija board doesn't work. But again, that's his opinion, which differs from mine. So I will go ahead and continue on with my findings. I wasn't interested in just another ghost story, he said. I wanted people to see the evidence, the process, and the objectivity behind it. This wasn't meant to be a documentary originally. We just brought the camera to record anything we found. Phillips and his team spent more than two weeks total in the Bothell Hell House, in contrast to the Ghost Adventures team who spent a single night in the home. Ghost Adventures went in there for five hours and came away with nothing. I personally think that that's not the way to do that, Phillips said. I'm not going to make a claim unless I have evidence. I've got a reputation to protect. It's a serious documentary and Keith is serious case. He is credible and I'll stand in his corner on that. Phillips added that he can't speak to the poltergeist activity that supposedly happened in the Bothell Hell House prior to his investigation. The evidence Phillips gathered includes 427 recordings that captured possible vocal phenomena with 28 reportedly occurring in direct response to questions. Keith reached out to us out of pure frustration, Phillips said. He needed proof to his claims that his house was haunted. Real proof. I promise, Keith, if your place is afflicted with anything paranormal, I'll provide you with the evidence. And that's what I did. I can't comment on writing and symbols appearing on the wall since that happened two years prior. But as far as the house being haunted, yeah, it very much is. Linder now lives in an apartment on his own, free of any other paranormal activity. He's even seen support from the Bothell community, who he says has been mostly unsurprised to hear about paranormal activity in the area. Believe it or not, people aren't shocked, Linder said. There have been families or individuals who came up to me and said our house or our neighbor's house has something similar. I hope my readers understand that everything happened the way we said it happened. So <clears throat> it sounds like to me that, you know, Kinder was frustrated. He was trying to prove that his house was indeed haunted, that the things that were happening there indeed happened there. You know, he had satanic symbols that appeared on the walls and on the floor. He had random fires that would bust out through the house. He would hear knocks. He would hear voices. And it just terrorized him and his girlfriend for four years. And people that lived in the house before then, it terrorized them as well. Now, I don't agree with what Phillips was saying about the equipment. But I also believe that the most firmest piece of evidence that you could find on a haunting is 
the simplest. So if you take a camera or a, a audio recorder and you go in and you find things without, like he said, quote unquote, gadgetry, then yes. But the gadgetry in itself works as similar as the camcorder or the audio recorder. That's why they have professionals that scientifically put these things together and test them to make sure that they are in fact 100% real to help with the paranormal world, to help the investigators like myself and all the other investigators out there to try to prove to prove evidence of a haunting. So no, I, I don't agree with Phillips when it comes to that, but I agree that Phillips did catch <clears throat> actual evidence of a haunting because the house is truly haunted. Gadgets or no gadgets, the spirits will let you know what is there. The part of getting people to believe you, that is the difficult part. And that is where people like me and Phillips come in to try to gather evidence for these people so they don't seem, so other people don't seem like to think that they're crazy because they're not. Although for many years that I've done this, you know, I started in 2005, I've been called, you know, a crackpot, a kook, a crazy person, you know, because I speak to the dead. But it's a passion of mine. It's what I've done. I experienced the paranormal when I was a child and up into my, I, I've always experienced something. So I, to me, it's very real. But everybody else is entitled to their own opinions and their own things that they want to say. And I'm not going to fight that with anybody. If you want to say it's not real, then you believe it's not real. But I will try my hardest to provide evidence to you to show you the existence of the paranormal world. <clears throat> so, guys, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode about the Bothell Hell House. Uh, I loved reading about this, and I just I thought, man, this is going to be a great episode for these guys. they got to hear this. So that's why I went ahead and did it. And I chose this one because I chose different things onto it as well. Different things that I found in my research. Like I could have left out Phillips and how he was saying that gadgetry wasn't the way to go, but I wanted you guys to hear that. I wanted you to hear that my, I am very open-minded to everyone's opinions on the paranormal. That way, if you guys have any questions or you want to, you know, just have a, a debate with me about the paranormal or anything, you guys can always contact me because I am open-minded and I want to help. I want to provide help. <clears throat> and that's why I do this. this is why I've always done this. And I believe Phillips is a successful man in the paranormal. I do. He's a very well-known, very good paranormal investigator. But like I said, people have different beliefs and different things that they believe in. And I think, you know, I wanted to throw that in there because I didn't want it to just be your normal, everyday uh, story of a haunting. I wanted to let you know that there's different ways that people investigate. There's different types of investigators and how they investigate. It's all good investigating skills. But just that, therefore, you guys know that there's different things out there. So now I'm going to do my spiel that I always do at the end of these. You can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. There you can check out the main business page. There you can see some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. You can check out our crystals and the powers that they hold we have for purchase. You can check out the sage bundles for all cleansing needs that we have for purchase on there. You can also check out the necklaces, the pendants, and all the jewelry that goes along with the crystals and everything you would want for that. We also have for purchase on there. There you can go to Paranormal Link Ohio group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we discuss everything about the paranormal. 
you guys give me ideas for shows. I look up the research. I do them. Sometimes I give you a shout out. Sometimes I even have you on the show. Very soon we will have live podcasts. I'm working on something right now to where we can have a live podcast every once in a while. That way you guys can kind of see how I do this, like a kind of behind-the-scenes look at how I go about and do my podcasting and my lives. <clears throat> there you can go to Paranormal Link Ohio on YouTube and TikTok. There I am putting some full episodes of the podcast on YouTube, partial episodes on TikTok. Uh, you can also check out some old ghost hunts, some ghost stories, and other great paranormal things on there. And of course, every single day is a Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast episode on all podcast formats. 10 p.m. every day except for Thursday and Friday. Those are at 8 p.m. because I go live on Thursday and Friday nights on Facebook. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. on Facebook, we go live for a, uh, a brief talk into the paranormal and a ghost story. Friday nights are our Fear Friday lives at 10 p.m. on Facebook. There we have in-depth conversations of the paranormal, and we do live investigations on Friday nights. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so glad you came and you know checked it out and gave it a listen. I love each and every one of you oh so very much, and I want to thank you for everything that you've done for me and the Paranormal Inc. Ohio family. <clears throat> so I hope you guys have a great day, and you will hear me tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Bye, everybody.